Hey, podcast listeners, before we get started, if the IRS is freaking you out right now and you want to do something about it, you can call me at 833-243-5455 and set up a free 30-minute consultation or log on to watkinspodcast.com. I've got a short letter on that No Frills page. It'll take you about 90 seconds to read. And if you like what I'm saying, you might want to consider becoming a client. And if not, hey, no big deal. Keep listening and subscribe to this podcast so you can keep hearing the free content on how you can fix your tax problem today. So if you owe the IRS, you may have noticed that they have been pretty active lately filing a bunch of liens. And this is the IRS's way of letting the world know that you have a tax problem. These liens are also pretty nasty if you're trying to sell your home or refi to a lower interest rate. It's a pretty extreme measure at the IRS, and it means they want all the money that you owe them, and they want it right now. But there are a few things you can do to get these things lifted short of paying everything that you owe right now. For example, if you owe less than $25,000, a tax professional may be able to get these lifted in about 90 days. If you owe more than $25,000, there are things like the IRS's Offer and Compromise Settlement Program that gets them off once they accept that. Now, we've helped thousands of taxpayers in an IRS mess, so we can probably help you out here too. We can help you out in all 50 states. So if you have a tax problem, I again encourage you to call me at 833-243-5455 or log on to watkinspodcast.com and set up a time there to talk to one of our tax experts about getting some help today. Now, back to your podcast. IRS problems are scary, but they don't have to be. Travis Watkins has been helping troubled taxpayers with customized plans to negotiate with the IRS and stop immediate threats to their livelihood so they can get a good night's sleep again since 1999. Now, here's Travis. We've talked a little bit already over the last few weeks about uh, finding out how you would know if you have a tax problem if, and finding out the exact uh, nature and extent of those problems uh, by getting the IRS master tax file for one thing. And if those master tax files show that you have not paid or have not filed tax returns, then we've talked about how you can go about getting those things remedied as well, getting your tax returns on file because the IRS won't even talk to you about collection alternatives or remedies to IRS problems if you have unfiled returns hanging out there. So I'm going to assume that you've, uh, you're at that point now where you know for sure that you have some type of a tax problem. So that's my first assumption. And second of all, that you now have all your tax returns on file so that we can at least start talking about how to get the um, the collection problem at at the IRS fixed? So, assuming that you already know you got a tax problem and that you've got your returns on file and they're at least assessed or on their way to being assessed, in other words, the IRS is getting ready to send you a bill or they already have. Let's talk about the five things that you can do right now to get those those problems remedied. And I'm going to give you kind of a big you know, 50,000 foot overview. So this is real general, but I think it'll be helpful for you as to the things that 
you, you can do to fix your tax problem, kind of the universe, as I see it, of options that you have. All right, so let's get started on that. Um, first one, um, this is may seem kind of uh, overly intuitive uh, or captain obvious of me, but the IRS's preference and the only surefire way to solve a tax problem uh, completely and to do it right now is number one, the full pay strategy. In other words, paying the IRS everything that they say that you owe, including penalties and interest, that will take care of a tax problem. <laughs> Go figure, right? But I'm not just uh, being the wise guy here. This is a great option, obviously. If you have the money and you have it right now, or even if you don't have it all right now, um, start making a way to pay all that you owe to the IRS because that's going to definitely solve the problem. And, and just kind of as a, an aside here, if you tell the IRS that you're on your way to uh, a full pay, that you're going to full pay the debt that they say that you owe, a lot of times, most times, they will give you at least 120 days if you haven't already asked for some type of a uh, remedy with the IRS. They'll give you some time there to round up the money without a bunch of collection things going on. They may even hold off on filing a lien, which is great. And that that helps out a lot of people if you've got some money coming down the pipe or you got a bunch of receivables, people owe you money. Then give the IRS a call and tell them that you're going to full pay the debt and you'd like 120 days or so to allow you to pay that, full pay, that amount, all right? So that's strategy number one, obviously. The second strategy is to pay it in some type of an installment. In other words, you can't pay it all up front. Um, I don't really ever recommend that you do this uh, to play on the government's dime, so to speak. In other words, if you have the money and you just plain don't want to pay it right now because you got other things that you'd rather spend your money on, an installment agreement is not what I'm talking about for that type of a plan. Just go ahead and do the, do the full pay strategy and ask for a little bit more time. But if you don't have it all, and the rest of what I'm gonna be talking about here today is assuming that you don't have it all to pay, right now or within 120 days or so <clears throat> you can seek an installment agreement with the IRS that's a good option and there's several different types of these and I'll tell you more about them over the coming days here I'm, again I'm giving you a, a, a pretty broad flyby but there are simple types of installment plans or streamlined as they call it. If your debt is under a certain amount, uh, they will allow you to pay this without having to pay this over time, without having to uh, provide just a ton of financial documentation. All right. And so that's a good option. There are also complex installment agreements. 
if your debt is over a certain threshold, the IRS is going to want to see financial documentation to first of all see if you can full pay, remember that strategy number one, full pay the entire tax there or to liquidate a good chunk of it through your assets or your uh, retirement accounts or um, anywhere where you might not have the money uh, sitting there immediately but that you can uh, sell something or borrow something uh, to get that full paid uh, pretty quickly. And as an aside there, if they do see that there is substantial money there in which you could full pay or uh, pay a substantial amount, they are going to require you to do that before giving you any type of an installment agreement. So long story short, an installment agreement, despite what the IRS may <laughs> say in uh, public service announcements, for instance, is not always the easiest thing to get because they're going to be looking to see if you can full pay the, the, the debt or liquidate a substantial amount in a very short period of time before they even give you an installment agreement. And again, what I'm talking about here is if you fall uh, or your debt falls within uh, or over a certain threshold there and you're in the complex installment agreement category. So be aware of that. They're always looking to see, even if you're asking them for a installment agreement or a complex installment agreement, they're always looking to see if you can full pay the debt. All right. Hey, podcast, quick interruption here. Have you been up at 2 a.m. worrying about your IRS problem again lately? You know, IRS problems have a way of ruining all aspects of your life. They take a toll on you financially, physically, and emotionally. You can never really forget about them as they come back every morning when you wake up. It's time to call Travis Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm right now and start sleeping again tonight. Travis Watkins Tax will talk to the IRS for you and help you get the best deal available for your unique situation with the IRS with programs like the Fresh Start Initiative and the IRS's Offer in Compromise. Call me at 833-243-5455 and set up a free 30-minute consultation or log on to watkinspodcast.com. I've got a short letter on that No Frills page. It'll take you about 90 seconds to read. And if you like what I'm saying, you might want to consider becoming a client. And if not, no big deal. Just keep listening and subscribe to this podcast so you can keep hearing the free content that we offer on how you can fix your tax problem today. Now, if you call us in the next 30 minutes, we'll also send you our free confidential insider report, How to End IRS Problems Forever. That number again is 833-243-5455 or log on to watkinspodcast.com. Now back to your podcast. Option number three, you can, in some circumstances, discharge tax liabilities, and that's personal tax liabilities, in bankruptcy. And that comes as a surprise to many people because there's, it, it is a complex concept and there are a lot of exceptions to this, but generally speaking, again, you can, in certain circumstances, discharge a personal tax liability, a 1040 debt, 
in bankruptcy, and that's chapter seven bankruptcy, in other words, the personal discharge type of bankruptcy, um, in certain circumstances, you need to seek the advice of a professional, in my opinion, when you are uh, contemplating this third type of strategy because of all the exceptions and the uh, requirements there. I'm not making any type of representation here that you are otherwise uh, a, a bankruptcy candidate. In fact, our firm does not do bankruptcy. Uh, we do nothing but IRS and state tax collection matters. We leave the bankruptcy stuff to the bankruptcy professionals who know best and can advocate for you on that. However, we do these bankruptcy types of analyses to see if the debt itself could otherwise be dischargeable under the IRS codes and rules. All right. So just know that's a third option. And even if you're not a bankruptcy uh, candidate or you don't want to ultimately take bankruptcy. If it's if it's a close call, I've been known to use this strategy uh, quite often to kind of wave that as a sword whenever uh, it could possibly be on the table. So you may not have to take bankruptcy, but if you are otherwise a good candidate for bankruptcy and they are in fact dischargeable under the bankruptcy and IRS codes, then why not use it as some leverage to get, say, another type of collection alternative or remedy, all right? Strategy number four is to have the IRS deem your tax liability either a uh, either in full or partially not collectible or uncollectible. There's a certain status there that the IRS can put on your account that shows you are uncollectible. And what I'm talking about there is you can't otherwise provide for your uh, necessities of living, food, clothing, shelter, um, health, welfare, those types of things. The IRS has certain programs and certain statuses within their uh, systems, their your account systems, and you can check these, of course, on your account transcripts that we've talked about. And um, all these things are, you know, how to get those transcripts are available in my past videos here, or you can uh, download them yourself on TravisWatkinsBook.com. But uncollectible status is a is a thing. You you can have them put your account into a uh, kind of a safe harbor there, and it typically lasts for about two years, sometimes more. And it all kind of depends on how your, uh, what your statute of limitations or your CSED is with the IRS. But it's a good strategy to at least get you some relief if you're otherwise completely unable to uh, provide for the necessities of life for yourself and your family. So know that that is also a, um, an option here. And what's so great about the non-collectible status um, it, it stinks to be there, of course, but the IRS statute of limitations, or CSED, continues to run while they keep their hands off of you from a collection standpoint while you're in that status. Of course, once you start making some money or you 
can further provide for your necessities of life, then uh, you're going to fall out of the uh, uncollectible status. And we'll talk some more uh, in later videos about the, the kind of a deep dive on the uncollectible status. But just know for now that it's available. And finally, uh, but not least, the fifth strategy is uh, do nothing. And I'm completely serious about that. And um, let me clarify. When I say do nothing about your tax liability, in other words, don't take any action, what I'm talking about there is uh, that you make sure that doing nothing is on purpose. <laughs> It's a calculated doing of nothing rather than just a default uh, putting your head in the sand type of doing nothing, and I'll explain. We've talked in previous videos and in my book, available at TravisWatkinsBook.com, about um, certain times when you might be, say, close to the end of the IRS's statute of limitations that you might just choose strategically to wait that out. And it does happen from time to time that the IRS will miss its statute of limitations. In other words, uh, the debt falls off. And so you don't want to stop uh, the IRS's uh, statute of limitations from running against them by making a request of some, of some type for one of the remedies that we've already been over. Because, as we've discussed before, all those things stop the statute of limitations from running against the IRS, plus they get some amount of grace period, sometimes up to 180 days worth of grace period to um, come after you. So if you're in one of those situations and it's a strategic doing of nothing, then that may be something that you might want to consider. You don't want to consider uh, doing nothing as a uh, default kind of uh, procrastination type of thing. That's what gets you into trouble and that's what can uh, lead to lots of sleepless nights and aggravation and plenty of IRS collection enforcement type of activity. So don't do nothing uh, just because uh, you don't feel like it or you think it might go away. But be aware that sometimes if you're say close to the statute of limitations and you can find that out by looking at your account transcripts plus that uh, that special type of transcript that we've talked about the IMFOLT or MFOLT type of transcript then you might want to consider that all right